Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Please, take my hand. Now, open your mind to me. Please, open your mind. Open your mind. Open your mind. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. But I'm also more than a libertarian. I go a little deeper. I, uh... I don't come at this from left or right of center. I come at it from deep of center, and I try to wake people up to the true threats to our liberty uh, around the country, around the world, and especially in Atlanta locally. And what I want to talk about next is definitely a local and and national and international problem. Um, I want to talk, but first, let me wrap up the Mueller conversation with a call from Glenda. Glenda, uh, I'm going to you. You're on the on the air with Monica. Hi, Monica. Hey, Glenda. Yes. Um, what I wanted to say was that um, I'm just sick of hearing the Democrats whine about the Mueller report. Um, I think I'm kind of in the middle sometimes also, but this is just um, ridiculous. They didn't get the decision that they wanted. And Then they get the report, and they push Bob Barr to release the report. And then um, the night before he's supposed to testify to Congress, um, then he gets this letter from um, uh, Mueller. And I just think that that was kind of tacky. Why wait to the last minute to come out and say, oh, well, I don't you didn't really get the gist of my report. It just it's just really tacky. And I'm just sick of really hearing the Democrats whine about it. Yeah, I I'm with you. I think first of all, they they it's obviously political, it's obviously theatrical. It's uh they it, that's why I literally burst out laughing when I heard the sound bites of Democrats talking about the constitution. I mean, they don't I I remember the immediately called to mind the sound bite from Obama saying like the constitution is is just a fundamentally negative document. Like, that's not what we're all about here. And it's like, yes, yes, it is. It's the Constitution is a way to constrain this government that we allowed to form as an outgrowth of our right to self-defense. It ha- it, the document is the constraint on this power. It must perforce be negative. So to have them who reject their hero, rejects the very, the the absolute fundamental conception of the constitution for them to be thumping it it's clearly the whole thing is disingenuous and uh but i would take it one step further and say that Mueller and barr are both playing into it and and really basically everybody involved could just look at the thing and call Mueller on his bs oh there was one thing i wanted to say about this though 
is that Trump asserted executive privilege over the redacted portions of the report, which really aren't that many. I mean, I, I perused the first half and read the second half. It's not that much. And I looked at when other presidents have used executive privilege. The first time George W. Bush used executive privilege was in December 2001. Mueller took over the FBI one week before 9-11, which is kind of weird. But so right after that, the December after that, his first assertion of executive privilege was to protect the FBI from being exposed in a case where they framed and let to go to jail four guys on a murder they knew those guys did not commit in order to protect a witness they had in Boston, those guys got the death penalty. And thank God the death penalty was abolished in Massachusetts. I mean, this I used to be fine with the death penalty. Like, I don't think you have a right to life once you uh, forfeit that right by, say, taking somebody else's life. But the government cannot be trusted with that. They knowingly were going to let these guys go to the death penalty. And they ended up, the guys got out after 30 years. Some of them died in prison and got a $100 million settlement. But Mueller was the head of the FBI at that time. And the FBI, during the the trial to get the civil case, and he was, uh, the FBI was not cooperating with the court. And Bush asserted executive privilege to help the FBI not cooperate with the court. That was very messed up. But I just thought it was funny because executive privilege is asserted for the weirdest things, the darndest things. Uh, anyway, let's get to um, 5G. I want to, uh, Binkley, I know you, you've really dug into this. I want, so I want to just launch with the thing that caught my eye is that I noticed that local towns are not allowed to resist this. So I dug into why, and there was this law in, I think it was September of 2018, the FCC made a press release that said, today the FCC took another important step in its ongoing efforts to remove regulatory barriers that inhibit the deployment of infrastructure necessary for 5G and other advanced wireless services. This action, which builds upon those already taken by states and localities to streamline deployment, underscores the FCC's commitment to ensuring that the United States wins the global race to 5G. Now, this is in 2018. This is under Trump's watch. The FCC commissioner, he put in place in January 2017, the FCC is, first of all, totally unconstitutional. The administration, the executive branch, is not supposed to be making laws. These are laws. Uh, it's completely outside. It violates the Tenth Amendment. You should have complete control over the lands in your town. I absolutely don't even believe in, in interstate uh, infrastructure projects. But this, uh, this is intentionally subverting the rights of the towns. And uh, the this concept, this this supposedly conservative concept of subsidiarity, where you take care of your problems at the lowest possible level. Yes, if this is what you want, it does have to. It is global, but that's not what any of us want. And what this this ruling does, it limits late state and local governments uh, on the fees they can charge. They have to just be expediting fees. They can't be punitive fees. So they can't. The state and local governments can't charge too much. They want to facilitate this. They can't have aesthetic or underground requirements that. Uh, slow it down. They, those can be negated as as just as uh, as unreasonable barriers. And it establishes what they call shot clocks, which I absolutely detest when the government uh, or any like official thing um, adopts sports, you know, just so ugh. I just find it um, 
frivolous. Anyway, so shot clocks, uh, 60 days to uh, expedite approval for small wireless facilities, 90 to 150 for deployments not qualified as small cells. So uh, with that said, Binkley, I would like to know from you what your kind of overall feeling of you can tell me what you want to tell me about it or what do you think the purpose is why why are we in a race this says it's ensuring that the united states wins the global race to 5g what is that well it's funny you brought the fcc thing because it was created the fcc was back in 1934 in the era of radio when radio first became it was seen internationally as the best way to control the masses so there was a battle over control of it yeah, it was created as propaganda, and I believe war propaganda specifically. Exactly. And radio sets in all countries, people would make sure that the public could have access to radio sets. They would offer cheap sets because they needed radios surrounding everyone. A la the Obama phone. Exactly. That is the same thing that's going on with 5G. Is 5G, which uh, the FCC stepped in, they need it everywhere because the goal, and there's plenty of initiatives by the EU and by the World Economic Forum that want everyone in the world connected to the smart grid. And, you know, they're trying to speed this process up. And there's a battle over who has the 5G is the infrastructure that is going to power the smart grid. And there's a battle between China and us over control over it. All right, slow down. So, it's the infrastructure that's going to power the smart grid. So now, if I understand 5G, it's just a very powerful, like, little cell phone towers very close together that, you know, whatever. Let's get into the implications in a second. But is that basic? Is it more than that? Well, the, the health concerns related Wait, to that are the... Yeah. Sorry. I was just going to say, like, let's do the health. So I don't want to move away from the smart grid thing. So it's, it powers the smart grid. What is the smart grid? The smart grid is when we have smart cars and we're not driving anymore because our faces are stuck to our phones in the back seat. Right. We have a smartphone. Yeah, we have a smartphone. A smart car is riding on a smart road, and the smart road communicates with the car and all the other cars, and it communicates with your phone. Everything is connected. So that's and, the Internet of Things? Yeah. And it's also like your fridge and everything else, right? It's your fridge. It's a smart toothbrush. It tells you it's if your you're lights. brushing your teeth wrong. So it, the toothbrush is like your mom and you're five years old. And they're oh, smart wow. forks. So everything that yeah. is powered. Absolutely everything. That is powered. Yes. So my comfy couch, though, if I have a manual recliner, that's off the smart grid. They have smart mattresses that will tell you if your partner's cheating on you. <gasps> well, you know, I always thought that about the uh, algorithm or the thing on the phone that is like, where have you been? Yeah. And it'll like show larger or smaller circles. And if you see like somebody else's house... Yeah. I mean, that's it, right? So everybody go check his phone, her phone, <laughs> before uh, anyone's aware. And then you can see if there's a big blue circle at somebody else's house, <laughs> like, there you are. <laughs> yeah. So uh, very interesting. Okay. So that's what it is. And why do they want it? Well, They meaning the powers that be who are part of whatever it is that they is, I have found that their websites all look the same. So the World Economic Forum, yeah. the Rockefeller Foundation, the Googly Schmidt guys one, they all look the same to me, even the UN basically, and they're all saying the same thing, and it's stuff that we're not saying, but it, Atlanta it, behind the scenes is part of it all. It is, very much. We're a pilot uh, pilot city. Yes. 
we were, I think, on the steering committee of the 25 first actor series. Yeah. And, and one of the criterion for getting that designation was taxpayer funding. Mm. I broke that story. I remember. <laughs> okay, keep So going. the World Economic Forum actually says on its website that 5G is going to usher in a, quote, brave new digital world. <gasps> what? It just took Isn't the title right from the book. Isn't that science fiction? Yeah. But the Brave New World wasn't like 1984 with the boot stamping on the neck. The Brave New World was the one was that we choose. Soma. Yeah. So it's like Facebook and Prozac. Yes. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> the ability of 5G and having all of this on the grid is the instantaneous transfer of information worldwide in an instant, along with the data collection of everybody's patterns, everybody's psychological behavior. Okay, so uh, we got to take a quick break, and then when we come back, I want you to tell us where is that all, all that information, is it going somewhere, or are we just zipping it around among ourselves? I think I I have, I'm going to guess, let's everybody guess, and come back after the break. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. Now, there is a president who may have been elected, but the real man in charge lives several miles underground. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I have a prize pack for you. A pair of tickets to see Rascal Flats with special guests Lee Bryce and Morgan Evans Saturday, May 25th at Amherst Bank Amphitheater in Alpharetta. Tickets are on sale now at LiveNation.com. First to call 404-741-0750 gets the prize pack. Uh, so, Binkley, you're telling me about uh, the about 5G, and you said basically all the information in our lives, anything that gets plugged in, is going somewhere. And I and I can I guess the immediate implication. I think that's when they start, like, already we have smart thermostats and stuff where they can turn off your uh, climate control in your house. Yeah. Not to mention an entire company was hacked through a thermostat, a smart thermostat in a fish tank. So they got access to the company through the fish tank. Didn't the IRS have um, coffee trays and planters and stuff that had uh, audio recording devices in it like that i mean I realize familiar that's kind of basic but and i i have this idea that at some point they are going to monitor your consumption you know how they're trying to ban ban sugary sweets sugary drinks yeah they can probably just program it so that yeah you get one but then if you want two it's going to cost you like quadruple so That's interesting. Actually, yeah, I thought that was great. I thought I hate to give them ideas, you know, but somebody would have thought of it. They have time. smart forks <laughs> that will tell you to slow down and will evaluate your consumption patterns. Oh, that would really make me angry. <laughs> I think a lot of these products are going <laughs> to tick a lot of people off. <laughs> And the problem is they're going to make you have them. See, that's the problem with with a lot of regula- regulation is that only very big companies can then be in that market and very big companies in order to maintain what is ultimately like the government enforced monopoly will do what the government wants which is why facebook will ban you and um uh do all sorts of things that in a competitive environment people would just leave but they don't so there's uh, so much more that i want to hear about this and i'm going to right after the break feel free to call uh, 800 WSB Talk. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. She's an anti Terminator. Terminator? On News 955 at AM 750 WSB.
I'm your libertarian voice on WSB. Saturdays from 3 to 6. We are in the home stretch, but there is so much more that I want to get out of Binkley, who has done his special report on 5G. We'll probably have to follow up with the huge amount of stuff that we are not going to get to on our uh, right here on the show on our podcast. So if you want to listen to this show, Commercial free, check out our website, thepropreport.com on Wednesday mornings. And if you want to hear our podcast, listen to it on Thursday mornings. So we're talking about 5G. And I had this idea that, so this year is the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. And Steph Curry was made an example of, Steph Curry, who I'm super bummed about right now because of my Houston-based household. Well, my husband is from Houston, so like Houston-oriented household, not having Steph Curry right now. But anyway, um, he said that he didn't believe the moon landing was real, which is not, a, it's not as crazy as it sounds because if they, JFK promised it, and if they could not deliver, they needed to fake it because that was the Cold War. Like they should, you know, and they can't admit it now, but they are really coming down on, they really came down on Seth Curry. So he was, Steph Curry, so he was like, all right, I, I take it back. I was stupid. And then you've got the anti-vaxxers who are being absolutely attacked as a plague on humanity. Not kidding. Where Bobby Kennedy was like, look, we really have to look at this. We have to ask some questions. And his family came out and said, we love him, but we will institutionalize him if we have to. (laughs) They didn't say that, but they wrote a letter, a public letter, throwing him under the bus. Really for asking questions, because if you read what he's writing, it's... It's just, it's reasonable, I think. Anyway, so uh, I think the next demonized conspiracy group is going to be the 5G tinfoil hatters because you might actually want to put a tinfoil hat on after you hear what 5G does. I think they'll be called 5G resistors. It's hard to paint <laughs> them with a... With a um, deniers. Yeah. Well, the deniers are like, there are already some deniers, Holocaust deniers, moon landing. I can't just call them deniers. So I think they're going to be resistors, but then they have the resistance. I don't know. But the, but the 5g (laughs) thing right now, there's so much evidence that it was bad that they are going to have to rehab that and say they changed it and the evidence was good. And maybe they did change it and maybe it isn't as bad. I don't know. So, so, Tell me, and it's really coming down. It's also like Trump is behind it, right? And and I've noticed that they're trying to get internet to rural areas. Kemp just signed that thing. That's probably going to be this stuff, right? Yeah, it's not just Trump. It's the EU, World Economic Forum. They've been planning this for years. Yeah, when when AOC and Trump agree, yeah. you know it's a it's on an agenda that above their heads. That's that's a great point. <laughs> they they want us the whole idea of propaganda is to create conditions to where the public ask for the thing that they want to impose on you. <laughs> yes, so like the wall. that unity that they call for is always going to be some bigger international or yeah, some world government type thing while they'll keep us divided domestically. Yes, absolutely. So always look out. <laughs> always look out what's going on in the bigger picture. So uh, all right. So, what can we just talk about the health concerns briefly? Is that is this yeah, okay? Sure. That? Okay. What what's the story? Is it it used to be bad? Like, if you look up health concerns of five G, it, it's terrifying. What's is it better now? Here's the thing: they don't really know because the frequencies of five G are higher than a four G. They've done studies into four G, and they found that 
children and pregnant women shouldn't be around radiation. There's been some concerns there. And with 5G, they haven't really done any studies on it. They're just kind of putting it in there. Like Switzerland is one of the pilots. Switzerland? Yeah. And they're, they're Switzerland just, is one of the pilots? It sure is, yeah. Really? That surprises me because sometimes I think somebody asked me like what's at the bottom of the rabbit hole. And I said, I don't know, but I think it's at the top of a mountain in Switzerland <laughs> because I don't think that I think that's where that might be where the mothership really is. That's why we look at UK. We look at Israel. We look at D.C. or whatever. We're like, oh, who's wagging the dog? Yeah, it's probably a dog that's not barking. That could be very, very true. And go. this is one of the first, first studies into it, this Switzerland. So they roll it out and then they study it. All and right. the reason people are worried about it mm-hmm. is because the 4G towers had a longer range. They weren't as powerful, but they had a longer range. So for every 400 4G towers, you're going to have to have 4,000 5G towers because they have a shorter range, but they're more powerful. So we're going to see these these mini cell towers everywhere. We're going to be surrounded by this higher frequency radiation and they don't have any idea really how it might affect us. Have you ever seen one? I don't know if I've ever seen one. I've seen pictures of one on the internet and they are putting them in my neighborhood. They have to put fiber optics in first, then 5G. But something interesting about the health concerns is that Brussels, which is you know, the seat of the EU, they canceled their 5G test pilot they were going to be one of the test cities because the radiation exceeded their radiation limit in their city didn't you play for us a clip once of uh a woman testifying at the hague saying i started to work here i didn't know that you guys were doing this crazy stuff and they were just like "Uh, us neither yeah and you always wonder if the power elite if there is some cabal orchestrating all of this how are they going to protect themselves or their children from it you just don't and maybe they're going to have like no uh little bubbles like virtual bubbles of not of no no go zones yeah they um you want me to read the quote that the brussels government minister said sure he said I cannot welcome such technology if the radiation standards, which must protect the citizen, are not respected, 5G or not. The people of Brussels are not guinea pigs whose health I can sell at a profit. We cannot leave anything to doubt. Well, usually what happens next is they change the standards. They change the standards. (laughs) Did they do it? No, they haven't yet, but but that's where it's it's going. They have to. So they won't test it there in where... Unless... Unless these guys kind of get grandfathered, like they make their own little rule, and then it's like, well, the only place in the whole world that you can't use it is the seat of world government, so you're either in the world government, or but they don't talk about it ever again, and we'll just find it in some deep state file 50 years from now, like, why does no one get cancer in the hate? Yeah, the whole idea is push it out there, make the big profits, get everybody connected, then they just hope they can figure out the well, health I, situation I, later. I doubt it's even profitable at this point. Some some massive worldwide capital build-out isn't going to be profitable until it's up and running. I mean, that has That's to, perforce, be uh, like a institutional global thing. I mean, I think. I'm yeah, guessing. Right. Rolling it out is going to be the... It's going to be the growth period, but once we're all connected to the Borg, right. it'll be extremely but profitable. This is, this is where, yeah, and it'll be a monopoly or whatever, but this is where I don't like 
I used to just say government research is wrong because they're just stealing money and they shouldn't. But now I realize that they, they're not only stealing money, they're taking the money and they're using it either for their, to pad their own pockets or to have us pay for our own oppression. But, but if, they, if they're rolling something out like this, the free market would never do it. There would never be a time when the profits could be captured by the people who had to make the decision in the short run because ultimately that stuff would be hijacked as like there'd be a free rider problem. And, it, and in reality, human labor, even according to right now technology, can feed everybody. So we could just, you know what I mean? There's the marginal return when it starts getting from from necessities to comfort stuff to like high luxury it becomes less worth people making sacrifices so we kind of have everything I, I just feel like on the margin you're not rolling out a massive revolutionary change in technology that has to happen all at once on a global level there's no risk of failure because if it fails the these i'm sure that the government subsidizing it Certainly, they're paving the way. They're they're stopping local governments and private entities or whatever from preventing it, which yeah. in itself is an economic subsidy. So I just it would never happen in a free market. Isn't that interesting though that the FCC is making it almost impossible for local counties to prevent it? Yet Brussels, which is the seat of the organization that is pushing it worldwide, will not even do a test pilot in their city. Which is kind of crazy because where if they're still doing test pilots, and it's not, I don't think the FCC is making it almost impossible. I think they're making it impossible. I mean, have you ever heard of a, you know, I did notice some websites of cities in California who were stopping it, but my, I don't, I don't, I didn't catch the date if it was before or after this directive, which basically means, you know, they might be able to fight it, but my guess is they won't be fighting it successfully without it happening they're not going to stop it it's going to happen and they can fight it but it'll be done by the time they you know what i mean yeah it'll be up and running yeah it'll be up and running and then you there's not gonna there's then then the, the court's gonna say well we can't take it down it would disrupt you know there are people who rely on it your neighbors are right and they're not worried about policy a, a brookings institute panel discussion they spoke about how they would love to wait and do all the policy work, but they just need to get this out there and get it get get the infrastructure set up so they can assimilate us all. Yeah, I do not. Whenever they tell you, do it first and worry about it later. It's funny because depending, this it goes to the knock thing. Depending on what your end is, your fetish is different. So sometimes they have the preemptive principle, the precautionary principle. So we can't prove climate change. Uh, or we can't prove that this person is about to strike first, but we can we can take the precaution of shooting missiles into their place or uh, making these dramatic climate change proposals, uh, implement these things on the precautionary principle. But on the flip side, we don't have time to figure out what this action that we're taking See, in the other case, it would be an action you weren't taking. It's always to justify some action that has no justification in, in our principles or law. It's funny you say that because there are military concerns along with the 5G as well because of this arms race we have with China. And there was a report, I'm paraphrasing, but the conclusion of the report was that 
basically it looks like we're going to lose the war to kind of control the 5G in- infrastructure to China. And maybe we should consider a preemptive cyber attack. Oh, come on. That's basically what the report says. I'll link the report in the show well, notes. Well, I'll get a little deeper on that. If you, I've cited this before, it's a very good documentary or audio documentary, whatever, of James Corbett on China, the rise of China and the Rockefeller interest in China. Mao went to Yale, that kind of stuff. Like, there's definitely something up with that. And I, I found that to be a parallel with psychological experimentation that went on in Russia during the Cold War, where we had all sorts of uh, of like human rights limitations and they didn't, and now maybe they do, but they did their work and we use that work now. So China is a place where if you have totalitarianism, you can implement this stuff, you can demand, you can use it for taxes, you can do, you don't have to answer. And they, they actually now tout, and we have Americans so-called conservative. I read that chick's tweet that time where a conservative woman, maybe she was Canadian, saying, oh, this is the conundrum of liberty is that uh, we'll get smoked when it comes to advancement because totalitarian dictatorships are better at it, which is just absolute lunacy. But when they're better at doing stuff that doesn't make sense for the people, stuff that makes sense for who's captured them. Yeah. I mean, China sees an opportunity to gain some real power here by expediting this process, and we're trying to keep up. Another interesting thing is that there are fears that the 5G wireless network will interfere and disrupt weather forecast. Ha ha ha! That's funny, because you know what interferes with weather forecasts? (laughs) What? (laughs) I'll tell you. When... I look up and I see every single cloud in the sky was created by airplane exhaust (laughs) stretching and spreading across the sky in a haze that changed what the weather was going to be. Not calling it chemtrails, could just be exhaust. When I was a little kid and I used to watch those things because I lived between three major airports, they were like three inches long and I would go in and get somebody. I'd be like, look, look, skywriting. You know what I mean? Like I literally would like get somebody, look before it disappears. Now you're just like, wasn't it sunny out a little while ago? So that's why weather forecasts don't make sense anymore. But hey, I don't know. What do I know? I just look up. (laughs) Hold on. Hold that thought. We'll be right back. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. Wait a minute. This is the future. We're all a phase of games. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. So Binkley blew my mind on the break in really getting me to understand the potential of 5G. You think you you can do that again in 45 seconds? One of the best examples I saw was like, 4G is like watching one movie at a time, but the speed of 5G is like the equivalent of 100 to 400 because of how much faster it's going to be. The time, the instantaneous transfer of information with no delay at all. Okay. And you also said, so keep that in your brains, people. You also said chips in your brain. Yeah. Chips in the brain on the battlefield is the Council on Foreign Relations that we're talking about stuff like this can instantaneously transfer information in the way they describe it. It sounds like the Matrix. Okay, so I think I think we were somebody tweeted to us that Elon Musk had a company called Neuralink yeah. about sticking that stuff in your brain. Okay, so what blew my mind was if you have that 
speed. I'm not even sure you need the chip in your head. If you have speed like that, it's going to be fair. It's going to change the nature of your reality. It's going to make it harder for your brain to naturally distinguish. Holy cannoli. All right, let's finish talking about this on our podcast. So check it out at thepropreport.com, Wednesday mornings and Thursday mornings. And we'll be back here on WSB next Saturday from 3 to 6. This is Monica Perez. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.